Sega. And welcome to the What the What I got podcast. That. I am your host, Eric Creech, and joining me today now he's doing what Nintendo don't. Kyle Whitley. Didn't there used to be like a voice like Sega? Like, yeah, there was also that too. That was thing for the Dreamcast. Okay, but, uh, but like for the Genesis, you know, you put in Sonic and it goes Sega. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so hello. I, I was gonna say hello, but then it sounds like I'm saying the word hell. And oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh. Um, you don't want to do that on a family podcast. Sorry, guys. Um, welcome to the What the What podcast. We're recording our second one on this Thursday night, and we are very uh, very excited for this episode. Um, for sure, this is one that we uh, definitely were. Um, putting on the calendar for this year. Uh, we're talking about video game consoles today. We're excited. It's a whole part from childhood to now. Yes. I like mean, it doesn't, you could enjoy this in the 90s or 80s. Or, well, they had Something. consoles then, didn't they? I don't know. Probably. Um, but uh, very excited about this. I don't even have my final list um, like finalized. I've got a list of 10 consoles to choose from, and I don't know what my order is going to be. So. <laughs> Um, so what I might do is, you know, I, I pick one, and then if you pick one of mine, that's okay because there's another I can talk about. And we'll have a conversation um, at that point so, too. Yeah, so. ab- absolutely. So, um, but we're gonna jump right into it. I'm ready. Um, because um, no need th- to th- no th- need to th- jibber no jabber. Need, no, no, no need to small talk, jibber jabber, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are excited to dive into the world of our favorite video game consoles with today's episode. Um, good minute and thirty two uh, seconds into the podcast recording. But before we do that, if you haven't. Please subscribe to this podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Radio Public, uh, iHeartRadio, um, Podcast Addict, if your name's Kevin Strickland, that's his favorite way. We're on YouTube, listen to us there as well. Uh, make sure to search for What the What Media, all one word. All one word. And please rate and review us five stars. Also, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at WTW underscore media and on Facebook and Instagram at What the What Media. Again, all one word. One more thing. If you like this episode or any of the other 35 episodes of the What the What podcast, uh, we would please ask that you share this episode with at least one friend. We actually had someone do that this week. We did. Kevin. Uh, Kevin Strickland. Kevin Strickland. Um, You're the man. Yep. And we'll he shared it. Who you shared it with uh, during our social media shout out. Okay, so, we'll do that. Well, then. do you know who it is? Yeah, I do. Michael and Stephen Ray Latcher. Awesome. So I mean, brothers, Michael yeah, bro- Latcher the, the, and Stephen Ray Latcher. The, the Latcher brothers, yeah. He called them in to come comment on what we were talking about. And I believe they've come, have they come through? They did. They came through. So. Well, at least they did on the previous one. Maybe they've had time now to come in and comment tacked on the other you know, I, I, I told Kevin, hey, we're recording this around 7. It's 7.30 now, so we gave him an extra, extra 30, minutes. 30 minutes. So uh, good times, good times. Uh, so Kyle. Yes. This is the What the What podcast. It's in the game. I love all these. These are <laughs> phrases that I, I understand um, this time. Uh, what's, uh, we're doing our top five. Okay, I top five. I talked you into a top, top five because last night at church you were like, we've got to do a top three. It's like, yeah, I've only owned three. I'm like, That's true. but dude, there's like a million to choose from. I don't care if you owned them or not. You wanted to play them. That's so, true. Um, so we're doing top five. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. And I hope you don't. Steal. I mean, there's one that I really don't want you to steal. And I hope. Well, the thing is, too, like, it's video games. So each way, each person, even if it's the same console, I may like it for one reason, you for another. And it's for us to enjoy together. Video games are made so we could play together, exactly. two players. So um, we're doing feel an free to jump over in. the summer on our favorite multiplayer video game experiences. Yeah. Sleepover video games. That's true. That's what we're calling it. So jump um, in uh, as player oh, number two. If, player if number I jump, two, yeah. if I steal Absolutely. your spot, press the start button. And here, so so jump here in. we go. Your, uh, your uh, top selection here. Uh, as I typically do, mine goes into a story or at least a, a, a reason. Okay. I don't have a long story behind it, but just 
and uh, he'll gradually get from older to newer for me. Okay, sounds great. Uh, so I'm going to start off with the NES, Nintendo Entertainment System. Very solid. Uh, my sister, as I've mentioned before, is five years older than me, so technically this was hers. I didn't get this. She had this. Uh, and all the video games were pretty much hers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was whenever I, we got a little bit older that she allowed me to start playing video games with her, or at least having turns. Uh, she obviously got more turns because she was older and it was hers. But uh, I owned a couple of those games. And you know, I talked to you earlier today. I said, are we going to go into like a deep dive about the history, the history of, of these? And, like, and we're, no. no, we're not. Tell so, me your favorite memory, some of your favorite games. So maybe. what we're going to do is uh, I tried to go about two games per, and I'm not going to go deep into those either. We're just kind of give you an idea. Um, out of all the games that we had, uh, I had one. One that was officially given to me, which was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. And that's the ridiculous, the hard yes, yes, especially okay. for my age and just that time period anyway. Going to the underwater dam and like trying to undo all the bombs. And, and not get electrified. And not get electrocuted. Or drown. Or drown. And, I mean, just... It was those it's hard you- now. I went back and tried to play that on like the. I downloaded it for the uh, virtual console on the Wii, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like ten years ago, and even like being in my twenties at that time, still ridiculously hard. I can't get sure. past the third. Like I get past that level, and then I have no idea what to do. You know, when you're driving around in the uh, turtle mm-hmm. tank or turtle whatever, van, so yeah, turtle van. Well, it even takes a while for you to get to the turtle van. Yeah. Like I remember, you're like this tall walking on the top of this thing, and you see a sewer or a manhole, you go down, yep. and then you're bigger. Um, it was cool that you would get to choose your character, especially for back then. It wasn't anything to compare it to. It was the first time ever. Um, and being a huge Ninja Turtle fan, it was awesome to be able to have that. Like I said, my parents gave me that game for, I don't know if it was Christmas or a birthday or something, but it was given to me. So I still had to ask my sister if I could play right. you know, the game using her system. Right. But um, we did do that. Uh, I remember... Who was your go-to character? I've always been a Michelangelo person, so... In the game, he's not necessarily the best. So technically, for the I, game, you have to go like Leo or Donnie because you have they some have, long reach. They have the long reach, and if you you can't get too close to these enemies, because they will take the damage out of you. I mean, and they barely do anything. They just kind of run into you, and it's yeah. like, oh no. Ah, but uh, something I do remember about this though is at the time I didn't know anything about comics growing up, but like right. at that age especially. But I didn't understand that the Ninja Turtles all had the same color masks. Um, but on the cartridge, and even on the box, but on the cartridge, it had the picture of the turtles, and they all had red masks oh, red on them. Mask. Because it was based off of the artwork somewhat from the comic books, and that's how it was in the comics at the time. They all had red masks. Um, they didn't change that into the TV show, so that you could distinguish, or kids could distinguish which character was which by changing the colors. Uh, but for me, I remember not having a clue why that was, and just thinking maybe it was just, you know, like that's just what they did. Like, whatever, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was the first game. Uh, obviously, we had Super Mario. Uh, we played that, you know, a ton. Uh, and, you know, the Duck Hunt and some other stuff you played. But a game that stands out to me was a game we didn't even own. Um, this this video game system was the first time that we ever went to, like, the store. You know, Blockbuster came along later. But in Kinley, you know, where we're from, or at least I'm from, there's, like, a small gas station. Well, it used to be a gas station, but it had, you know, you could rent video games in there. Uh, you can rent A1 movies video. in there. Yes. And then there was the one now that's now a nail salon over mm-hmm. by our favorite Chinese place in Kinley. Yes. Uh, they had one or a video game rental spot as well there. But uh, this first place I ever remember going and renting a video game from, and it was Tiny Toon Adventures. I remember renting this, you know, and it was the first time I ever like had a game and just the idea of playing something that's not yours, but you can, you know, you have to give it back. But right. at the same time, you get to play new games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we did that, and I just remember playing the game. Honestly, I went back and watched some um, playthroughs today just to kind of refresh my mind. And 
it's honestly set up a whole lot like Super Mario, and I don't know if it's the fact that it's set up that way, or just the video games at the time were just, you know, side screen, you know, or just slide swiping whatever screenplays. Anyway, so they all kind of look a little similar, I guess, in that. But there's definitely some backdrops and lands that I saw that looked very similar to Super Mario. But it was really cool. I remember one thing about that was you would have a character that you chose, but then you would also choose like an alternate character. Right. So if you lost, you know, you, you know, your life went all the way down, then you would be the other character, or like you could swap out here and there if you got certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after each level, you would get to pick another second one if you wanted to change your character. It'd give you like two or three options to choose from. Um, but I just remember that it's my first introduction really into video games. We technically had an Atari, but we didn't really have anything for it. And I was assuming it was like my parents or something, you know, that maybe they had, it may have been my sisters, but it wasn't something I have like memories of playing. I remember we had the horrible ET game that I would like forget about and put in and be like, Oh, I'm going to play this. They literally like put thousands of these in the ground in a landfill because they were just, it was unplayable. Yes. And so, so As a child, I would forget that and put it in every couple of months. But honestly, Nintendo is where it was at. NES is, you know, that's where all this happened for me. And Revolutionized to, gaming for sure. Yeah. So um, with, with me, um, you know, the, the NES was something, I, I remember playing it as early as three years old in 1989, mm-hmm. the, the original Super Mario Brothers game. I remember, um, you know, you, you don't have a, like, the best idea of like speed and depth perception at that sure. age. But um, like getting to level one three was an accomplishment. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, being able to get there, and I couldn't get past because you had some harder jumps there, mm-hmm. um, and I just couldn't p- um, picture it. But uh, love the uh, NES. Um, I remember uh, some of my favorite games was the uh, Mike Tyson Punch Out. Okay, um, That's great which one. I did not realize as a child, but it's basically a rhythm pattern game. Okay, I mean like it's like Dance Dance Revolution just with, mm-hmm. with your fingers because I mean the the opponents. Do the same things. You have to figure out the pattern, and and then, just and then, and then you you know you just input the um, things, and so it's not really much of a boxing game. Um, could still still to, the, still to this day, I cannot beat Mike Tyson or okay. Mr. Dream if you're um, playing it after he lost to Buster Douglas in '91. Uh, um, you couldn't figure out the rhythm. You couldn't figure out the rhythm because he was just so hard. I mean, there's you know a point where you get there, and it's like the, you know obviously the boxers get harder. Um, I also remember uh, like Super Mario Brothers three was mm-hmm. a favorite. That's um, real. We had that one. We we bought that at Lowe's. Okay, this is when Lowe's used to sell video games. Um, I think it was like right after it came out in nineteen ninety. So I was four or about to turn five in ninety one. So mm-hmm. um, we bought it around that time, right before Lowe's stopped selling video games. I don't even remember um, Lowe's selling well, video exactly. Games. I barely remember, but I remember seeing it at Lowe's and like, okay, we, we, I want this, and they stopped selling video games shortly after like the Super Nintendo came out or whatever. Um, but those um, those two games, and then like games like Bases Loaded, like mm-hmm. I was a big baseball um, mm-hmm. fan, so you know I don't remember doing any. But I remember you know getting really excited if I would hit a home run. And, sure, yeah, that know, was the big thing. Good thing uh, things like that. I had the Turtles game too, and it was just hard. Um, me and my dad uh, actually borrowed a uh, copy of Contra. Okay, from one of his friends. Mm-hmm. We never returned it, <laughs> and I remember telling dad like. We ever gonna return this to Mr. Linwood? He's like, probably not. He's he's got a bunch of our stuff too. Hopefully, Mr. Linwood <laughs> doesn't hear this. Um, so, um, I bet you we still have that copy of Contra somewhere in my, in our house. Mm-hmm. And then my dad would um would play uh, Top Gun. Okay. Um, on yeah, it. Yeah. And Ricky's actually talked about Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And uh, where you, and I could never land the plane on mm-hmm. the ship. So I was horrible. At that. I yes. remember that. I remember playing that and being horrible at that, and I'd crash so, every time. So uh, my my memories of the sure. NES there. Uh, what my, you got? My first option. Um, my favorite game is not on this system. We'll talk about that system um, later, I'm sure. Um, but 
a large collection of some of my favorite gaming moments came from this system. This is the Nintendo 64. You see it if sure. you're watching it on YouTube mm-hmm. um, here. And uh, this was the video game system that defined my multiplayer middle school, high school experience. Mm-hmm. Um, because for the first time, you could play with four controllers. Mm-hmm. So and you're not just taking turns playing one-on-one or whatever. Yeah, You can have four people split screen, split screen, Four different boxes on your TV. If you were, if you had a friend who had a huge, big screen TV or that big mm-hmm. box, whatever, um, that was the ultimate gaming experience. Um, I actually never really owned a 64 as a kid. My brother got one for Christmas. He was not a big video game player, so I ended up with it like three weeks afterwards. Um, like, and he got tired of me coming into his room to play, so I just ended up with it in my room. Nice. Um, but some of my favorite uh, video game moments uh, we talked about last uh, summer on our favorite video games uh, episode. But I'll mention just briefly a few few of them now. Um, Star Fox sixty four sure. um, was fantastic. Uh, it had different paths you could take: easy, uh, like a medium path and a hard path. Mm-hmm. And then like be- realizing that there was multiple paths out of a level, and then beating it on the actual true ending mode. You know, going through all the hard paths was a huge accomplishment for me as a gamer. GoldenEye double oh seven the the ultimate multiplayer for game, sure. gaming experience. But uh, even the single player mode, a lot of fun. Um, An Australian. Um, Video game streamer named Just Cook just got done um, releasing a YouTube series of him live streaming that video okay. game on Double O Agent Mode, and um, it's got some language, so uh, some some caution if you look him up. But it's uh, it was a really enjoyable watch. Mm-hmm. Um, the wrestling games, the THQ sure. uh, AKI uh, wrestling games, started with WCW NWO World Tour, mm-hmm. uh, worked its way to Revenge, uh, which mm-hmm. was my first experience with like a, a an awesome wrestling game like that. Um, and then WWF got the license from THQ, and they put out WrestleMania uh, 2000 mm-hmm. and No Mercy, which is the ultimate steal to this day, in my opinion, the ultimate wrestling game experience. I don't care what kind of games they're putting out now for the PS4, mm-hmm. for the Xbox, you know, pl- uh, One, whatever it is. Now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the No Mercy N64 game is still the best wrestling game experience to this day. Um, it's just uh, it's just a super fun system. Um, like, I, I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, both single player, um, multiplayer, um, just one of my favorite gaming experiences is to this day. I, I will pull this out and we'll play it at you know sure. uh, gatherings. So well, I'll add to it because it was on my list. Yeah. Um, and not to it doesn't take away from it because once again we talked about how it's your experience versus mine. I never owned one either. Um, that's why eventually, like last night when we spoke, I wasn't going to put it on my list because I technically never owned one. But I do agree. Like, I feel like the Nintendo 64 is the ultimate sleepover video game, everybody hangout system to play on. Not sure. I'm sure if you grew up in a younger generation now, that yes, you're accustomed to Xbox or Xbox One even or PlayStation. Where you can play like over like online or whatever. Yes, you can play with everybody. But before we had online, you had to go to somebody's house. You did, but <laughs> there's something about that though for me, and I know it's just me being older and being it's nostalgic. An experience though. But the fact you're sitting there with three of your friends, and most most of the time you at least have one or two more yeah, cheering you, you on, waiting for their turn. For whoever mm-hmm. died, then they got your spot. Yeah, it, it's honestly it's it's in a way. The arcade used to work where you walk up to a machine somebody's playing, put your quarter down, and be like, "Okay, well, I got next." Yep. It's the same way here. You know, I remember multiple times like you have four that start, but then you have the rest, and be like, "Whoever you know, I got whoever loses or whatever," and jumps in with that. Uh, Goldeneye, obviously, one of the all-time best multiplayer games, especially for, and I, I refer to it back as like sleepovers or whatever, but just times that your friends were all together and you hung out with each other. 
But for me, I was never good at that game. I'm like, I just wasn't. Uh, I more so would hang out in the bathroom stall or like in the ceiling because I once again thought it was cool to have little hidden places. Kyle um, actually broke the sacred rule of picking odd job the last time we played this. You're not allowed to pick and odd And you job. know what? Yeah, that's true. It is a rule. And I knew that rule. And I never played with Eric, but I already knew the rule because that was a rule that went everywhere. Because odd job gives you too, too unfair an advantage. He's too short. You have to actually aim for him, whereas everyone else is a normal. And I still got shot. Because that's how bad I am. <laughs> so I left that off my list. You know, I just threw it in there to mention it. But uh, there was two games that I remember more so with 64 that I want to add in. I won't go too in-depth because, like you said, this you know later this summer we are going to have a more in-depth video game sleepover uh, list. But I remember, and I think you were part of this at some point, but we used to go to our friend Trent's house. Yeah, Trent's, yeah. And we would all sit around him, you know, at this time, 360 was out at least, and yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation 2 was 2 out. Was out. But we would, and we would play some of those. But then we would stop and pull this out, and we would play NHL hits. Yes, we would. And uh, it's if you don't know, it's the hockey version of NHL, NFL Blitz, Blitz, which is another great yes, yes. And once again, as I mentioned that before, like I was not great at football games, and so I'm decent at hockey games because I like hockey. But hits was just awesome. We'd play together, and it wasn't a matter of who's better at scoring no, goals. Just you just want to hit each other. Out of each other. We would literally do because it was awesome. Where hits even had the little like. You pick four players, you're in a hockey rink, and it's how many times can you knock the other person down? And so we would have all four of us sitting there watching that or playing that as different characters. You know, I want to say there's like sharks or other like animated characters. Yeah. And, you know, you would try, we would say sweeps only. So you could only hook the person and try to knock on it. You couldn't hit them. And then we would do a round of deeks only. Yes. Deeks where you just deek, 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 deek. I still have no idea what a deek is, but I remember it's like deek, it's where you would hit spin. the deek, hit the deek. <laughs> Nothing else was happening. Somebody in the background was yelling, hit the deke hit button, the hit deke. the deke. Uh, and it was just where you would just like spin in a circle. And literally you couldn't knock anybody down by doing that. But we would do it for about 30 seconds. Like, right. okay, forget this. Start hitting each other. But um, something as simple as that. We'd also play like Mario Party. Yes. Yeah. Is that your other game? I put Mario Kart down. Yeah, Mario Kart. Same way. We I didn't even Mario. mention Mario Kart. Oh my goodness, yeah. Mario Kart, especially Mario Kart sixty four, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is the uh, super. Uh, excuse me, the sixty four version of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, the best Mario Kart game ever. I, okay. I would agree. At least I've played. Um, like but. I know, like so. I have like Mario Kart eight Deluxe on the Switch. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that later. Um, and it's fantastic. All these characters. I mean, it, but the ultimate experience. Eight characters. All these tracks. It is challenging, mm-hmm. and it's not like. Too like, it's not too friendly to the um to the like to the people who are like in last. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to have some skill. Like in the new games, you can be in last place and then get like two blue shells and then just mm-hmm. work your way up to the front. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it's too too friendly to those who are not very good at the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas this game, if you're not good, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like just the competitive person in me is like, hey, I want to play a game where if I'm good, then I get rewarded for being good. Well, added to it too is I, I made a note about how. You know, I'll talk some other about some racing games, but I was decent at racing games. So the same way I was decent at Mario Kart. Like Goldeneye, no, I'm horrible. But put me playing that, and I could contend with you know at least the top three with that. And so it was always fun to sit down there because it was the same way. You'd have four people, and you know, even at Trent's house, we'd play this too. And it'd be like, okay, I got next. I got whoever gets knocked out. Or sometimes if you had eight, you'd rotate and like do all sorts of things. Um, you would also do like battle mode. Yeah. Um, you know, and that way, like if you're the first one out, you know, mm-hmm. you'd rotate out or whatever. Yeah. And just stuff like that. So. And so it was just cool ways for you to make up your own little rules and stuff like that, just to switch out so everybody could play. But it was the first time that you would ever, you know, we obviously were older at this point, but for that system, it was the first time you could ever just sit down in a room and it's not everybody watching one person or watching two people. It's everybody can kind of get in on this. Mm-hmm. And enjoy it and be it's part not of a it. Super long wait. So. No. 
Uh, what's your next option, uh, your next uh, selection there? Number two. Uh, after NES, I don't remember what age I was, but the Sega Genesis came out. Not, yeah, yeah. 91, I believe. Okay. I don't know if I got it the first year or not, uh, but I do remember getting it, uh, and it was my system. It was the first system of my own that I ever owned. Uh, and I remember, of course, you had Sonic the Hedgehog that came with it, which honestly is coming out with a movie soon. That with comes the trailers to, comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. Well, great, so, uh, great. Uh, like but, originally, I wanted to do um, like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just that one game. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, how about we just do video game consoles in general? Sure. So. It's a little much to talk about Sonic collecting gold rings for a long time. Man, I'm, I know there's backstory. There's so many more characters. There's a cartoon series that I used to watch. You've got it. But all that, anyway, I used to do all that. Uh, and Sonic was great. Don't get me wrong. I love playing Sonic. But there's a couple games that stood out more to me. Uh, the first one being Earthworm Jim. Yes. It was a game that I remember playing and honestly feeling like I could get in trouble for playing this game. <laughs> Especially that age. Like I was young. Right. And so, you know, and I don't think there was anything too crazy. It was just kind of like how the dark themes of like that game was. You were literally an earthworm named Jim who's using this giant, like, or using a robotic suit that's muscular and shooting guns and you're shooting birds and you have cats and all sorts. It's crazy. It's like a weird game and right. it was amazing. Um, but I remember it just being a little on the creepy side for like my age at least and being surprised that. You know, my mom bought this for me. And so it's one of those things you hear coming up the stairs and you would kind of turn the volume down just in case something was going to happen while you were playing. Uh, so that was my first one. Number two also goes a little along the lines of your dad and his friend Linwood. Yes. Uh, I borrowed X-Men 2 Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. For, well, I didn't borrow. I rented it from A1 Video. Right. And I remember, first off, to tell the story to go along with Linwood, I thought we had returned it. Like, I didn't have it anymore. I didn't know where it was. Right. And so, but they called my mom asking and being like, hey, you know, you haven't returned this game. You have these fees or whatever. And like, no, I'm pretty sure we returned that. I don't have it. Like, it's not here. And then years later, I found it. <laughs> they were probably out of business then. They were. They closed because down. because of you because you didn't pay I your didn't, fees. <laughs> I did take my video game back. You took down a, vi- a business, Kyle. With <laughs> one X-Men video game. Uh, I did find it like in a drawer later. Uh, it's like, oh. I, w- I, I say years. It could have been days or months. I don't know. Right. But at that point, I do know they were shut down, so I couldn't take it back at that point. Uh, but this game for me was different than the rest. First off, it, I was watching X-Men the Animated Series at the time. Had a few comic books. And so it's one of those things for me, I really got into the X-Men. And so just being able to play them and be them beyond just your action figures yes. and playing with toys, you're actually getting to be them and interact as them on a you video game. You get to game. slash people with Wolverine. You get to shoot people with Cyclopses. Yes. Blast. I mean. And something that was cool about this game was you press start and literally the game starts. Yes. It starts as like a little fuzzy screen. It opens up, and you're a character. You don't choose which character you are. The game randomly picks a character for right. who you are. It's snowing. You're fighting ninjas. You're fighting like lasers and cannons and all this other stuff. You're going through this whole course. I remember because there's a reset button on a Sega 2 or a Sega as well, and I remember sitting on my chair because I had a little uh, TV, a small TV on top of this desk that I had in my room, and like a little drummer stool that I would sit on and play my video games. Well, the system was down at my feet, and I remember I'd start, and if it wasn't the character I'd want, I'd just keep tapping it with my toe like to reset the game until whoever I wanted to come up. Typically, it was Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would play through there, and then once you beat the first level, then it finally gives you like the screen, like the opening screen where it's like, you know, X-Men 2, Clone Wars, and yeah. like all these things. Then you can pick your characters and everything else. It has the big opening scene there. Yeah. Turns out you were in the danger room the whole time, and that's what that first scene was. It was basically teaching you how to play the game. Yes, but and it was just one of those ways that if you died, the game started over. Yeah. 
but it wasn't moving forward yet. So it was one of those things that was just cool. Like as I remember, it took me a while at first being a young kid playing it to beat it, you know, that level. And then I was like, Oh, now the game's actually starting right. and now you're being a different character. Um, I don't know. It was just cool for me. And then to see how things, you know, I don't know, just different. It was yeah. different because, you know, going from the Ninja Turtle game mm-hmm. on the NES that I just wasn't great at to all of a sudden now you have these characters that are more defined, right. have special powers that they can do different things with. And, you know, I don't know. It was cool. I feel like, I don't know if there was more characters later on, but I know there was like Beast, uh, Gambit, Wolverine, Cyclops. Um, Probably Storm. I felt like there's a couple more, yeah. but not many. Like it's not a huge list that you were choosing from. Um, but I don't know. It was just something for me. It was the game I remember playing most because I, I've always loved superheroes. Right. So the fact it was the first time I ever remember playing, besides you know obviously you know Ninja Turtles, but being these characters you see on TV and getting to interact and act out your own. Right. You know, you're you are a member of the X Men at that point. I've got a couple of uh, add-ons with the Sega Genesis. Sure. Two, two quick stories. One, um, the Sega Genesis was the first. Uh, game console that I bought with my own money. Nice. Uh, I believe it was the summer of 95. might have been 94, but I think it was 95. Um, I spent a whole summer mm-hmm. cutting grass. Because that's at, what you did as a child. At $1 a yard. Cut 300 yards that summer. Had $300. That's an awesome story. Um, went out and bought uh, a Sega Genesis that came with Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, that was good. I had and that. Sonic and Knuckles was great because you, ha- you could play it standalone. Mm-hmm. But it flips over, and you can connect Sonic Three, and you have a whole another game with it, mm-hmm. where you can play Sonic Three as Knuckles or whatever, and mm-hmm. it, the two stories are connected. And that was a really cool technology. Sure. Um, so that, that the first that's the first story. Really enjoyed uh, that. Um, the second one is last summer when we did our third uh, annual Joe Davis Classic, which mm-hmm. will you know this year be renamed to the Joe Davis Invitational. Mm-hmm. Um, we used the Sega Genesis as our, main, I grew up as, as our main console. We actually went to your childhood home and raided your house because our other system wasn't working. The, our system Super Nintendo, Nintendo. Uh, the controller wasn't working, so we went. I was like, well, I have a Sega. I haven't played it, and probably it had been at least. 15 years that yep. I hadn't turned that thing on. And so we went and found it and rounded up the games that we could find. We found the WWF Royal Rumble. Which was uh, my first wrestling game I ever played. We uh, we found uh, the Power Rangers fighting game. Yep. Uh, we had Mortal Kombat. Um, the main things that stick out, one, there was this great matchup between me and Jacob Nash mm-hmm. and the a Power Ranger where we were uh, in the elimination bracket. Yep. And we were just, you know, best of three, you know, and we'd gotten into the final round of the final match. You know, mm-hmm. we'd each won... Two rounds. So it was whoever wins takes it. You know, and we both got down to like it was very close. Um, mm-hmm. And I eked it out, and then I lost. I think to you in the next round, possibly. Um, but Ricky and Joe were in the finals. Yep. And Ricky had found, um, you know, in this WWF Royal Rumble game, he had found Papa Shango. Papa Shango. And he was just dominating. And the way we did this was we just the game was picked at random every mm-hmm. time. We had a little randomizer, and if it came up on the WWF Royal Rumble, Ricky was dominating. Papa he Shango. He lost because. Mortal Kombat came up in the final round and not. Well, the WWE way the tournament worked too was Ricky literally every time it was his turn to play mm-hmm. was WWE Royal Rumble. Him, so he, and it was Royal Rumble, so he got to play so every time. He, so he lost, didn't even play Mortal Kombat until the very end. So he lost to Joe Davis. We finally won the tournament that's named after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and was it Mortal Kombat or Power Rangers the last one? Mortal Kombat Mortal was Kombat. the last one, yep. Um, and that's the one that got me in the loser's bracket because mm-hmm. I was playing. It was either you. No, I lost to you in that uh, in the loser's bracket mm-hmm. after I beat Jacob in the Power Rangers game. So a lot of good memories with the Sega Genesis. For sure. Uh, my number two uh, goes back to my seventh birthday. I 
received a Super Inter- uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, the SNES. Nice. Um, this makes my list for several reasons. Um, it has, you know, uh, just a load of games mm-hmm. that just I really enjoy, including my favorite series ever, the Donkey Kong Country um, trilogy. Um, Donkey Kong Country One, good game. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people will still rave about about it, but my favorite game of all time is Donkey Kong Country Two, and I really enjoyed DKC Three as well. Um, so uh, I actually still go back and play um, DKC Two and Three. Um, I used to do it once a year. At this point, you know, it might be every, once every couple of years, just sure. you know, time limits or whatever. Um, other games that I found enjoyable: NBA Jam, 100%. which was on multiple systems. But mm-hmm. I, I was SN- I actually bought a copy on eBay so we could play at the J. Davis Classic you last did? year. And the remote <laughs> or and, controller didn't work. And it's still at J- Jacob's house, mm-hmm. so we need to make sure we get that for this year's mm-hmm. classic um, or invitational. Um, there's uh, just a horde of fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, Street Fighter Two, you had Mortal Kombat, but the to me the gold standard, Killer Instinct. It's a good one. Was you know, like not as well popular known, but I feel like it had better graphics, better characters, um, and it was just fantastic. Um, just uh, uh, Turtles in Time. Turtles that was amazing. Four my favorite was, turtle. Game. Was one of my favorite turtle game too, um, especially multiplayer because mm-hmm. you know just you had all these great characters, but then you go back in time and just mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Um, I can't say enough good things about the SNES. Um, and not the still for me. Too. Oh, and well, well, sorry, Super okay. Mario World is sure. my favorite Mario game. Mm-hmm. Um, Ninety six exits, uh, which is. Still an accomplishment. That's another one that I go back and I try to beat it. Ninety all ninety six mm-hmm. exits. Um, it takes me a couple of days just to you know whatever, mm-hmm. but it's um, just one of my favorite gaming experiences ever. So. Well, like growing up, I had the Sega, but my cousins had Amber and Lewis. They had a Super Nintendo. Yeah. Well, that was the big rivalry. Genesis yeah. and uh, the SNES were pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that comment we made at the very beginning of the podcast: Sega does what Nintendo don't. That's true. I mean that that was Sega's marketing. That board. is true. Um, you had Fat Mario Plumber, and then you had Super Fast Sonic. I mean, yeah. Uh, I remember going to their house. So you were talking about fighting games, and I remember that was the first wrestling game I'd ever played beyond what I had on Sega, and it was uh, WWF. I want to say in your house. It was in your house or Super WrestleMania. I want to say it was in your house okay. because it was you had people like Undertaker, you know, Bret Hart, all these people. But say for like Undertaker or other people, they would do these above wrestling moves where it was like almost like throw out the little spirits. So I think I that might spirits. have been Super WrestleMania. It may have been. I don't know. I remember playing the level in your house multiple yeah. times. Like yeah, at okay. least the arena in yeah. it. Uh, so that I remember that, but I remember playing that for the first time because at the time I'd gotten to WCW and I knew those characters, but I didn't same way I didn't we talked about it some, you know, my mom didn't right. care for WF and I would secretly watch it. But it's one of those things that's where I started to know some of these characters more because he played it at his house when we played it together. And uh I don't know. There was that, and then there was also I want to say it was Batman Returns yeah, or Batman Batman Returns was and on, played and that Batman on there. Forever was on there as well. Like the See, it was Batman or... Returns, and it was cool because there was these little clip scenes that like you do. It honestly followed the way the movie went, right. but you're fighting the clowns, and it would have like a pop up screen of yeah. like a digitized like this is you know you're fighting the clown or you're pulling the brick out and hitting right. the clown in the head. Um, and the other uh, one that I would uh, fail to mention, um, Ken Griffey Jr.'s Home Run Derby. Hundred percent. Um, just fantastic. And that was a good party game as well. That was, it was. The, um, you know, the party game before the sixty four came out. We would still pull that one out even with the sixty four to see who could hit the most home runs. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's your number three? Number three is my next video game system that I got. I was in middle school and I got a PlayStation. Okay, I have a story about this too. Uh, it. I feel like my cousin Lewis once again had a PlayStation before I did, and right. that's what inspired me to ask for it for Christmas. And so I got that for Christmas. And beyond that, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yes. That's a game that changed video games for me forever. Um, I already liked skateboarding, but then Tony Hawk's Pro Skater sent me to a level beyond that 
where I played that hours and hours. It's the first time I remember playing video games late into the night, all night, doing whatever. Same way you would go to a friend's house and play together. It was the first time I remember taking memory cards with each other. Dude. Like, so you could go to your friend's house, and instead of taking the whole console, you take the memory card and plug it in. It's the first time video game uh, companies realized, hey, we can make more money off people by not having a lot of memory on the actual system. That's true. So. <laughs> and you can save things to take it everywhere. But I remember it's the first time of playing games where you had cheat codes, yep. where we would go to school, and you would leave a guy in manual mode where he's like perfect balance doing this manual trick, just let it and let him leave him there. Yeah. Turn your TV off, let the PlayStation keep rolling. So by the time you come home from school, turn the TV back on, he's still doing the trick, and then you finally land it and get all these points because he's been doing it for eight hours. That that, that power point. bill must have been through the roof, man. Who knows? I didn't pay for it, but um, but there was that, and I remember too that was the first one that had a soundtrack with it. That meant something to me. We because listened to it a few, um, you know, like some of the songs. Uh, yeah, setting up for a kitchen a few weeks ago. Or um, a few months ago. Uh, Superman by Goldfinger mm-hmm. is one of my. I still love that song. It just gets you hyped up. Some just listening to it, but that whole soundtrack, I still pull it up while I'm at work, like keying orders and stuff, and just listen to it. It's the first time I ever remember having a video game system that I liked the soundtrack. Just you know, it had a soundtrack in general, yeah. but to play along with that and listen to it all at the same time. Um, the only the other one would have been. Um, I don't. I didn't have like a big other one. That was my main one. But some other ones, honorable mentions: Twisted Metal Two, mm-hmm. your car game that you're shooting each other at, that you are technically the drivers or whatever. And then uh, Crash Bandicoot, which yes. is a huge oh, one. Oh my goodness, Crash Bandicoot. So, um, so another just fun story. Uh, I bought a, my own PlayStation in the summer of 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, again, cut grass all summer. At this point, I was making either two or three dollars a yard. You know, d- nice. you know, doubling or tripling, my, double or tripling my profit the there. World. Yeah, definitely. Um, and we had just started school that week. And on the third day of school, we had a hurricane come through. It was like a Category 1, Hurricane Bonnie. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that bad, but, you know, they canceled school. And my mom, you know, she got off work and she, um, she was like, well, I don't want to stay in the house. Let's go to Walmart because it's not mm-hmm. that bad. And I was like, well, let me go grab my money. I want to buy, buy something. And I had three, $400, you know, I'd saved up over the – so during Hurricane Bonnie – while, awesome. while the power was going out at Walmart because it kept flickering, mm-hmm. bought a PlayStation. That is awesome. Um, favorite games, uh, you mentioned Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot uh, 2 and Crash Bandicoot Warped. Uh, another one of my favorite trilogies. Um, just I loved Crash Bandicoot. I love platformers like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spyro was a fun game. Sure. Yeah, Spyro's um, a good which one. I, you know, I didn't play much of it, but I, I had the demo. So like I would play like the Spyro 1 level on the demo mm-hmm. um, that we came come with the PlayStation. Um, and... Uh, you know, just I somehow just remember ending up with a bunch of like games that I don't remember ever getting. Maybe I borrowed or whatever. Just didn't um, turn back. But um, but step yeah. right into your dad's shoes and yeah. said, "You know what? <laughs> hey, Linwood, let me borrow. Let some me borrow of some of these games, Linwood." <laughs> but yeah, uh, enjoyed the PlayStation for sure. Um, my number three, uh, we're gonna go to handheld. Okay. Um, the Game Boy. It's um, a great one. Which is a, um, you know, just. It makes the list for uh, a couple of reasons. Again, we've talked several times about my summers, my after schools, mm-hmm. going to cut grass with that. Um, well, between yards, you know, as a kid, you, I mean, it's hard to do homework in a moving truck. That's true. So you got to be entertained somehow. And as much as I love listening to WQDR on the radio, 94.7, um, sometimes country music just got boring to me. Mm-hmm. So entered the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And I had the original. Big gray block took four so batteries, had a green screen, and that ate up batteries like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't, you know, really remember like all these great games, but I do remember one that we've talked about: Pokemon. 
Pokemon Blue, you know, basically like was my favorite game. You had that on like the gigantic, on the gigantic one, yes. See, I always um, had it on like the Game Boy Color, or whatever. Yeah, well, the smaller see, one. You know, I, I didn't end up with a color till um, they came up with Pokemon Yellow, and I got it packaged like a special mm, Game Boy with, with that. That was my Christmas present that year, um, which I should have mentioned that during Christmas. You presents, should, but I didn't remember. So, um, Mister, I don't want to brag about my. I don't want to brag presents. about my gifts. Yeah, but uh, Pokemon was just you know super super fun. Um, it's in the Game Boy. And, um, the other game I just remember playing for hours and hours is Tetris. Yes, that's what I remember most. Trying about. to get like to the highest level, and you know, as it gets harder and harder and harder. Um, but yeah, the Game Boy, uh, definitely one of my top three consoles. Technically, my sister had the Game Boy, and she had Tetris. So when she would get bored, that's whenever I would yeah. get to steal it. Um, the Game Boy was another one where I just I ended up with games, and I have no idea where they came mm. from. I either borrowed them or. You know, inadvertently stole them. I don't know, or mm-hmm. maybe they, my mom and dad, put them up at like a flea market. And they just, they, they were just Linwood's out there living on the streets. <laughs> He's like, I had these. Games. I had all these games I was going to sell, and now they're mm-hmm. all gone. But, uh, um, a quick note, not to jump too far back, but PlayStation. I remember the. You know, you talk about still having some systems. We obviously mm-hmm. still have some here, but I lost my PlayStation. One time, I went to Brandon Evans' dad's house, Sammy Evans' house, yeah. and I was spending the night, and so Brandon didn't have a PlayStation. He said, bring your PlayStation. We'll play Tony Hawk. So I brought it. I remember it being in a Carolina Tar Heel gym bag. It's like a cloth gym bag with the old school RAM on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Loaded everything up in there, took it there. Uh, I remember I still have that bag at my parents' house. You open it up, there's no PlayStation in there. I remember for a long time looking like, what happened to my PlayStation? Right. And I remember asking him, and because he was talking one day, he's like, yeah, he had these new subwoofers mm-hmm. for his car. I was like, oh, cool. Like, where'd you get those? He's like, oh, well, you know, his stepbrother, Tyler, he said it was, it was Tyler's PlayStation. He won't play with it no more. So I took it out to the pawn shop and got these subwoofers. I said, that was my PlayStation yeah, you took to the about, pawn shop. About that, yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. It, it won't yours. It won't yours. Brandon Evans, you, you went and pawned my PlayStation. <laughs> I'm calling you right out right now. You pawned my PlayStation and got those subwoofers. And now you're a cop. And now you're a cop. Go, go arrest go yourself. <laughs> arrest yourself. But uh, thankfully, I think at that time I'd moved on to my next one, uh, so it didn't hurt me as bad. But it does stink to look back and you have all these games and no console to play them on. Uh, my number four, and okay. this will be a number four slash number five for me since we already talked about my 64, right. or not mine, but 64. Uh, I combined these two. But Xbox and Xbox 360. Right. And the reason I combine them is because for me, it wasn't some giant leap. Mm-hmm. I had my Xbox in high school, and then when I went to college, I still had an Xbox. It wasn't until I was in college living away from my parents' house that it broke. And I went to GameStop and bought a 360 because it made more sense to buy the newer one versus the older one. Right. Um, 360 had been out for a while, and the main reason I bought it was so I could play a lot of my older games I already had. Uh, so I will start with some older games that really made it for me and then just kind of finish everything off with the 360. But, uh, you know, Tony Hawk was a pro, you know, the pro skater games, you know, the whole line for me every year at Christmas that made my list. You know, they continued on to the Xbox. I continued playing with them. But it was this series that I really got into that honestly made a, a difference in my life today even so much. But the need for speed games, all the racing games, uh, Every year at Christmas, that automatically made my Christmas list because every year around Christmas or a little before, they'd come out with a new Need for Speed game. But I remember Need for Speed Underground 2. I've spent so many hours, and I know I've talked about it before, but just playing that game because this is the first time I remember that you really had this whole setup where you could customize your car. It was legitimate, actual name brand cars. They were actual models. It wasn't some fake generic thing that looked like something else. 
But you could spend hours changing the colors and changing body kits and changing, you know, the wheels on it and how low it was and all these things. I probably spent more time modifying these things than I did actually driving them. But I remember that and still didn't to me because I was in high school. I started driving and it got me into wanting to work on my own car. Um, even to this day, I still work on cars and have fun with cars and stuff. And so it extended into that. But similar ways where I remember with the Xbox going to my friend Glenn's house and he had it too. And even with Brandon and other rest of us, even though that wasn't a game that we all could play together on one at one sitting, one person would play a race and we would beat the game as a whole, like because right. you play story mode and we would just play it and we would have somebody else watching it and being like, Oh, watch out for this turn, watch out for that and help each other. And then, you know, if you you're wrecked or you didn't finish the next person to do it and we would remind each other of things that were coming up. So I remember that being the same way. We would just go in a rotation of, okay, well, you get the controller. Now you get the controller. Right. But it wasn't something we got bored watching each other. We had fun with it. But um, for me, that was that. And then when I finally moved to the 360, even like moving where I live now, like I was married with the 360, not with the, married to my wife and had the 360, but uh, the Batman Arkham games came out. Yeah, they were awesome. And that changed it for me the same way I talked about earlier, going from Ninja Turtles to that X-Men game. Now I'm talking from here, the Batman Arkham games are just on a whole other level. Um. I remember I only had one of them. I don't remember which one. It's my ex. My 360 broke years ago, and I decided not to buy another one because I I would I got back in that way of staying up all hours of the night playing just one more level, and then four hours later finally going to sleep. Yeah. But but uh, it's just amazing the fact that you know I love Batman. He's one of my favorite superheroes. But just that you know his sidekicks, his partners, and then just the road gallery and how just I don't know stuff you relate to because you understand it's not right. just some random shooting game like it's an actual game. Yeah that you put yourself into, you get to be Batman. You know, I am Batman at that point. But um, just how that continued on. And so that's why I just combined the two together. Like I said, the console itself, sure, it was better. And right. the graphics were better and the system was better. But uh, for me, it was just, you know, a slow evolution between the one to the other. But that's, that's cool. where it made it for me. Um, I've got a quick Xbox 360 story. Um, I had an Xbox 360 uh, my last year in college. And here's how I ended up with it. Okay. Me and Kyle Daltrey... Uh, and Kyle McClam were hanging out at my apartment in Wilson. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have like a, a, a 360 at the time. I think mm -hmm. I had a PlayStation 2, um, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and I had a Wii. Um, okay. We'll talk about that in a second too. Um, and Kyle's like, I really want to play Gears of War 2. It comes, comes out today. I was like, well, we don't have a 360. I was like, he's like, well, I don't feel like going home and getting mine. He's like, I've got some money. Let me just buy you all an Xbox 360 and you can pay me back. <laughs> we literally went to GameStop. He bought an Xbox 360. <laughs> He bought Gears of War 2, and he bought controllers. Yeah. And I paid him $20 a month for the next two years to pay that thing off. And <laughs> you could have gotten a lot worse deal. I mean, me. that was the literally, like, I was a broke college student. I mean, like, I was eating bread sandwiches for lunch because I didn't didn't have any money. I was trying to pay, you know, work and go to college and pay off this apartment. And he's like, here, I'll just buy you a game system because when, so I'm, when I'm hanging out here, I'll have something to do. And it's like, okay, um, if you want to do that, are you sure? He's like, yeah, absolutely. How about you cut buy a couple <laughs> other games so when you're not here, I have something else to play. So, I mean, he ended up buying a couple other games, and, um, like, and eventually I would buy a few games. Um, but that's how I ended up with a 360. Uh, me and Kyle Daltrey went through Rainbow, um, uh, Rainbow Six Vegas mm -hmm. um, and 1 and 2, um, and we ended up with like, the Call of Duties and stuff. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, definitely uh, just interesting how I ended up with that system. Mm -hmm. I ended up selling my system to Gavin Daniels uh, uh, the year before I went to Africa okay. um, to help pay, pay for, for that trip. So yeah, 
Um, so yeah, in, inadvertently, Kyle McClam helped pay for my trip to Africa. <laughs> so nice. Way to go, Kyle. Way to go, Kyle. Um, I'm going to combine my four and five, two in the interest okay. of saving time. Okay. Um, but uh, they're both... Uh, I'm going to go with the PlayStation 2 as my four, okay. and my Nintendo Wii is number five. Um, number two, uh, or m- number four, PlayStation 2. It makes the list for two reasons. Okay. Um, number one, it came as a DVD player. Uh, and, yes. And that was huge. Like at the time, DVD players were still new mm-hmm. and they were super expensive. And if you're going to spend like top money to get a uh, DVD player, you might as well get a gaming system to go I with it. I did the exact same thing when I got um, through 60. So I think my brother ended up with a PlayStation 2 again and again, like for Christmas, and he mm-hmm. didn't play it. So I ended up with his system again. Um, that worked and, out well for me. And multiple it doubled times. up because, you know, it was also a, a DVD player, which I ha- already had one of those. So I let him use my DVD player and I would use his It's a fair trade. Too. Fair <laughs> trade. <laughs> so, um, the other reason is it just had so many wonderful sports games. That's um, true. And like, so like in each genre, you had Madden 04, um, which had Ray Lewis on the cover, um, mm-hmm. which was the, the first Madden experience I had. Um, literally, my college freshman experience was me meeting a friend and us bonding over playing Madden and creating Barton, fo- Barton, That's College, cool. Barton College football, which is getting a football team in the fall. You so predicted all of this. Literally. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be the starting tight end or not. But let's hope they don't get Linwood. Let's hope not. No. Um, Linwooded? I don't know. Anyway, um, so like Madden, uh, you had uh, um, MLB uh, MVP Baseball uh, 2005, the b- best baseball game of all time. They had college baseball, which was really cool. See, I had college um, baseball on 360, and I made my own team. Mm-hmm. We were the AstroTurf Gorillas, and we won the whole thing. And uh, and then you had like your uh, your NBA Lives, NBA 2Ks, and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. So it's some great sports games. But they also had like Tiger Woods um, Golf. PGO Tour mm-hmm. for 05, which is uh, mm-hmm. just a you could play as ju- uh, Justin Timberlake in that game. Which was fantastic. That. So, um, the PlayStation Two, and then a couple of years after I had started college, uh, over the summer, uh, it, I think it was like Fourth of July weekend. I was like, you know what? I got some extra money. I want to buy a Nintendo Wii. It looks pretty fun. It had just come out the year before, so I went out and bought a Wii. And the Wii has probably been like the gaming system I've used the most over the past decade, okay. um, because it's a great party um, party system. Just Dance, uh, Wii Sports. Um, you know, the motion controls was mm-hmm. huge, revolutionary. Um, I use it in my classes sometimes, like end of the year. I would pull this out and have all the Wii remotes, and, you know, the kids would take turns, like, dancing or whatever sure. on the big screen. Um, and the really cool thing about that is you could download old video games, like you can mm-hmm. buy them and on the virtual console. So, I re- you know, this is how I relive all these other classics I've talked about for years and I years. was wondering about it, to be honest. Uh, like, I don't know if you just pulled out an old system every no, time. No, no, I don't have all those old systems. I have all of them on this thing. Nice. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a lot of memories involved in that. Uh, I remember in college, um, my senior year, second senior year, fifth year, um, I was taking exercise physiology. And mm-hmm. I was not doing great in it. And the uh, professor was like, you know, anyone does an independent study, um, you know, will get extra points, uh, extra credit, whatever. And I was like, well, if I pay the money to buy this Wii Fit and the balance board or whatever that sure. just come out. Mm-hmm. And I do a study on the effects of, you know, testing mm-hmm. on me and a few friends, mm-hmm. you know, would that count? They're like, absolutely. So bought it, you know, slurged the money. Yeah, yeah. I, I needed the grade because mm-hmm. I was not going to go to school for a six year. And that project got my grade above a C so I could graduate on time. Nice. Um, I ended up with a B minus in the class actually. Um, but without video it, games with, saved your but, life. But without it, I would I would not have gotten that grade, and I would have not have been able to pass the class. And I would have had to take it again, and probably not graduate on time. So, um, which led to me getting a job at Glendale Kinley, which led to me moving to Micro. I mean, all good things. All so, things. all good things. So, the Wii inadvertently <laughs> got me through college. That's true. That's so, awesome. Um, so, yeah. 
Um, I do have a couple of honorable mentions that I uh, want to mention. The Dreamcast uh, mm-hmm. only lasted a couple of years. It came out on nine nine ninety nine. Was revolutionary for the time. I had a Dreamcast, never really played it much, but there was some really good games. Marvel vs. Capcom mm-hmm. is the one that sticks out the most to me. But uh, Sonic Adventure was also another really good game. Uh, the PS4 was something I owned briefly. Great graphics. Um, you know, just never had time for it. You almost bought another one. Like I almost a bought another one because of that Spider Man game. Because that came of the Spider Man game, it looks so yeah. great. But I also decided to be a responsible adult and save my money, which I'm glad. Mm-hmm. And then the Nintendo Switch is one that I own now. And uh, there's some great games out there. Um, again, I'm just no time for games, but Super Mario Maker. Uh, they just put out a new Pokemon game, which I bought, and I'm probably going to end up selling because I beat it. Um, and you can buy, um, you can play like classic uh, games on their online system, which is free. Um, cool. So, you know, good stuff. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? I don't really. Uh, I mentioned mostly all the things that we ever played growing up. Like I said, I had... Um, I did have a Game Boy Color, but it was just for Pokemon. Like right. I played Pokemon. Uh, honestly, I don't remember much. Same way, but my neighbor Molly had a Dreamcast, and I feel like we played Street Fighter maybe one time, and that's all I ever remember playing. So, but yeah, the other systems that you know, I always just love video games. Anyway, it's fun to play, yeah. but I've not been a person like I would love to have another console now, but I know I just right now I don't have the time to do it. No so. time, and yeah, so. Yeah. Um, jump into our social media shoutouts. I don't have any witty segue here. Awesome. So. Uh, you guys were amazing today. I posted this today, and you guys went nuts on this. So it's awesome to hear uh, how much you guys love video games and the systems that you grew up with as well. Uh, so I'm just going to jump straight through the list. James, uh, I think I know a lot of your names on Instagram and stuff, but I'm just going to do your uh, your names on here just so anybody else let's go find you or follow you. It's right there. So James RN29, uh, Nintendo 64 is his favorite one. Uh, Joel underscore Fitz underscore says, Laugh out loud, not fair. NES, Genesis, 360. I always had a place in my heart for an arcade, though. So we didn't even mention that, but you know, I told him as well, there is always something special about going into an arcade now, just hearing everything, the sights and the colors that you see. And I'm glad that like they're still around and you're seeing almost like a comeback now. You're seeing it in a way where now you pay for like an hourly fee and you just play everything, which is really cool, though. Like I've enjoyed that, so... If you hadn't done that, check that out. Uh, DCAU underscore bat is Nintendo GameCube. That's one we didn't even mention. Uh, Aiden Colio is my PS3 because I have so many good memories of when I was little playing Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, that stood out something to me too, and I mentioned it at the beginning, but it's cool to see this because each of us may have a completely different game and memories with these things. I think of PlayStation, I automatically think of Tony Hawk. But it's the same with everybody. You you grew up in different times, different memories, and maybe in who you played with. Uh, it's just neat to see how these type of things can bring you together, just the memories you have in general. Uh, Johnny No Name 82 said the Dreamcast. Uh, and I mentioned to him about, like, I only played it like one time with Molly. Uh, he said Sega GT was the one, also Tokyo Extreme Racer 1 and 2. said the Dreamcast was also the first console to have NBA 2K on it. That's right. Uh, 80s parody on Survivor said Super Mario on the NES and Mario Kart on the 64 are two favorite combos. Nice. And William Wright, 180, you jumped in, William. We finally get to throw your name out there on the podcast. Says, best to worst, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, Wii, Wii U, Sega, Sega Genesis, Nintendo, Atari. Okay. Uh, and William also, come, he's, what, in high school now? No, he's middle in school. middle school, yeah. So, I mean... Just to see still, and he's got older siblings, but then parents too that played video games everything else. So it's cool to see how through time it gets passed down even within your own family. So uh, let's switch over to Facebook and see what all you guys said here. 
Uh, Tim Hutchinson, our great uh, researcher, producer, all sorts of things that he's been doing for us lately. Appreciate him. Video editing. Video editing is his new thing he's working on. Uh, he says, I grew up with an SNES, the Super Nintendo and Genesis, but being the youngest of four, we had an Atari 2600, which I don't remember actually playing, but I've seen pictures of me watching my brother playing, and an NES. Being a huge fan of fighting games and RPGs, my favorite classic systems would probably be the PS1 and PS2. Currently, I have an Xbox One and a Nintendo Switch, but the Switch gets the most use by far. Edit, where he came back and edited himself, says, How could I forget the Dreamcast? I know it only lasted a very short time, but it had some really great games, way ahead of its time. And then Edit 2, where he came back again and said, And the PS Vita. Also very underrated systems, but it saw the release of one of my favorite series of all time, Danganronpa. I'm okay. sorry, I probably butchered that. Probably. Sorry. Uh, Chris Rode, our good friend Chris, Chris Rode, chimed in. He said, yes, yes, and yes. Top yes. 10 in no particular Happy order. Happy anniversary, by the yeah. way, Chris and Haley. Um, We're recording that I've actually today. never met Haley. But, Haley's um, awesome. I've met Haley her. seems like really awesome. Can't wait to meet her one day. I want day. you to meet his son, Jasper. Yeah. Jasper. He has more energy than either of us combined. That's cool. I love, I've hung out with him. I've done walks with him. He's awesome. That's I love really him. Awesome. Uh, anyway, back to Chris Rode. His list, top 10, no particular order. Nintendo Switch, Nintendo 64, PS1, Game Boy, NES, Wii, Sega, Sega Game Gear, which is not another one we yeah, didn't even talk about. Yeah, I had a Game about. Gear. It ate batteries, but you had a color screen. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, really I didn't amazing. have one. I remember seeing the commercials and always wanting one, yes. but I never owned one. Status right there. Game Gear was a status. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, PS2 and then PS4, he said, I do have a lot of handhelds on here because we used to travel a lot when I was a kid, and it helped me pass, a, the boring, or pass along the boring rides on I-95. I hear you, buddy. Um Going through the old Facebook, you and him went back and forth on a lot of it. Yeah. Honestly, talking about Star Fox and some of the other games too. Um, but Mo- just most for time's of my sake. wishes for like you know if they were to release uh, re-release the DKC trilogy, um, like HD update for the sure Switch, that'd be awesome. Um, the way they kind of up you know did Aladdin and the Lion mm-hmm. King um, or Crash Bandicoot, mm-hmm. um, and also my wish for them to have a Star Fox game on the Switch. That would be awesome. So anyway, uh, James Nichols also commented on this one. He said again, Nintendo sixty four. Uh, let's we hear see. you, buddy. We hear J- you. Joy Woods Wright Williams' mom also commented to her husband says, Kevin, you need to weigh in on this one, which I don't think he did. But thanks. Anyway, yeah, we, appreciate we appreciate it. it. Absolutely. Uh, this is where Kevin Strickland commented and said, Michael Latcher, Stephen Ray Latcher, what you guys think? Yep. So bringing them in. Uh, let's see. Kevin said, The pressure is on because you told him we recorded it at seven. He said, It's hard to pick just one top console. I feel like I've got a story and loads of memories from playing a lot of these. Laugh out. If I had to pick one, though, it would probably be the original PlayStation. I had played on consoles before this, but I feel like this was the one console that got hooked, got me hooked on playing video games. And I said the same thing earlier too. Like I enjoyed my Sega, and I, you know, I would play it a lot. But PlayStation was the first one where I was hooked. You know, you would stay up late nights. You know, just could not put it down. Uh, and Kevin or Stephen last year commented back in. He said the original PlayStation was a great startup screen, was welcoming. Yes, it really was. It really Very was. welcoming. <laughs> um, and also Matt on Facebook said Nintendo sixty four, PS three. Does a phone count? iPhone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, does it count as a console? I, I would say it does. In my opinion. in today's time, yeah, I would say so. Uh, Switch have one, but everyone else plays it. Uh, PS two, PS one, Sega, NES, Game Boy, and the Wii was all right, but never bought one. Right. So I still actively play the Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation 3. Uh, I have a game for the Switch, but it's really the kids. So it's talking about his kids' games, um, but he still does get to play it some. We thank you guys for chiming in. Uh, You're awesome, and it's cool because, like I said, each one of you have different experiences with different consoles and memories, and I don't know. It's cool to see how things like that can bring us together on a similar topic 
Well, and but. and for me at this point in my life, you know, like I said, don't have a lot of time to actually play video games, and, and my skill level is not where it needs to be. But I've found a new love of video games by watching people play online and on Twitch. So I want to give a quick shout out to some of my people I like to watch. Uh, Grand Pooh Bear. I actually have a Grand Pooh Bear hat. I should have wore it for this Where's episode. Where's your hat? I know it's at home. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. Um, Ryu Car, DGR, um, DGR Dave. Uh, the Dragon Feeny and Just Cook, um, they are fantastic uh, streamers. They mostly do Mario stuff. Cool. And um, but yeah, check them out uh, on social media and stuff like that. So awesome. Um, all right, friends. Uh, a big thank you, Ricky Lyles, Tim Hutchison, uh, wonderful, irreplaceable producer, researcher, video editor, etc., etc., etc. We hope you enjoyed this discussion as much as we did, and that you're as pumped for the rest of this journey into '90s nostalgia. We didn't actually talk about this, and we were supposed to. Next week. Are we doing our live Disney tournament, um, Disney March Madness tournament? It's possible. I think we are. Um, I think I'm not sure where the calendar's at right now. I, I think that's what we're doing. If not, we'll do Iron Man 2. I know it's coming out at some point in March, because mm-hmm. the next episode will come out in March. Um, but I think we're doing the Disney tournament, which will technically air live in February, but it'll come out in March on the podcast. So Anyway. Yeah. Tune in online. Uh, we're going to be talking more about a lot of that as we continue to get all that planned out. Yep. So. so until next time, now. We're playing with power. Stay as cool as the other side. Where's my power glove when I need it? (laughs) Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. Hey, we'll see you next week. What the what? Bye.